you're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. My next guest this evening heads up The Blue Book, a bespoke collection of Irish country house hotels, manor houses, castles and restaurants marketed as charming and stylish hideaways for a romantic escape or weekend retreat. Let's find out more from Shelley Maguire. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Shelley Maguire, the CEO of the Blue Book Ireland. Great to have you on the show this evening. Thanks so much for, for, for joining us. And you're going to tell us a bit about the Blue Book because it is a very well-established membership organisation. It is indeed, Sharon. It's lovely to be talking to you. Um, the Blue Book is actually going to be 50 years old next year. It started back in 1974. Some of the original hotels are still in the Blue Book. And the reason that they started the Blue Book was back then they wanted to promote Irish hotels overseas. Now, I don't know how many of your listeners were alive in the 1970s, but there wasn't a lot of hotels and restaurants booming in Ireland at that time. So these um, hotels came together, pooled some funds, 11 of them, and headed out to the U.S., to promote Ireland and to promote stays in country house hotels. So that's really how the Blue Book came about. The little book that they had when they go out and meet US travel agents was Blue. So the name kind of came from there. They were originally known as Irish Country House and Restaurants Association, but it evolved into Ireland's Blue Book. And of the 11 that were there initially, which ones remain that, that we would we would know about? Well, we're actually, we're really lucky to have some of the hotels still in the Blue Book. Um, you, a lot of your listeners would know Ballymaloo House in County Cork. Ballymaloo was one of the original members. And as the generations have changed there, they've stayed very much involved in Ireland's Blue Book. Also, we can go right the way up to the other end of the island of Ireland, up to Donegal, Rathmullen House in Donegal. They were an original member as well, and they are still going strong. One of the most popular hotels, country house hotels in that part of the island. Going over to the west, Kareva House over in Connemara, and then down closer to um, Limerick, um, but actually in Mallow, Longville House. That's another original member. And then I think Hunter's Hotel as well in Wicklow was an original member. Now, I'm sure I've left somebody out there and no doubt they will tell me, but um, they're the ones that immediately spring to mind that are still running as hotels. Some of the properties were sold as private residence over the years because the nature of these country houses, for some people, it does suit them to have them as a private house. So some of them have become private homes. You said that they were all Irish country hotels and restaurants at the time and having somebody like Bally Malou as a founding member obviously gave the organisation great credibility. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they were all really good team players at that time. Um, they went out abroad, they pooled their money and they worked together, not only to promote their hotels, but really to promote Ireland. Um, we have a very strong tourism board now in Ireland, Tourism Ireland, which are fantastic. But back in the, in the 1970s, that wasn't necessarily the case. Um, so really, these hotels went out, did all that hard groundwork selling Ireland and Northern Ireland overseas. 
it was also very forward thinking of them to come together where some hotelers might view another hotelier as a competitor. They obviously recognized the strength that they would have and the power that they would, they would have collaborating with one another. I think they did. I think they realized that if you're trying to sell Ireland, you're competing against some really strong countries, Italy, France, Scotland. They're all overseas promoting their country. So they really thought of themselves as as Team Ireland. And that's what they were doing. They were going out and promoting Ireland. And obviously, they were able to showcase these beautiful historic hotels. So they're very picturesque. So when you put up a picture of Ballymaloo in the US, it does resonate. It's a gorgeous country house on a large estate. So it works really well for marketing purposes. So you started off with 11 members. And where are you today on membership? So we have um, just over 60 now. Okay, and I think it's enough. I think that's kind of a nice amount. It's evolved over the years, but the ethos has remained the same. Um, Practically all of our properties are beautiful historical buildings. So we have like Belique Castle, we've Castle Leslie, we've Barberstown Castle. So really with the Blue Book Collection, you could take a journey through time staying in the island of Ireland. From really the 12th century on, you could pick a Blue Book property from the 13th century, from the 14th century. We have a lot of Regency properties as well. Um, Ross League Manor in Connemara or the absolutely fabulous Ballyfin in County Leash. So yeah, no, we're very, very lucky with the style of property we have in the Blue Book and they're just so romantic. And our, our customers tend to love them as well, which is fabulous. And we should mention the two Limerick members that you have. Oh, yeah. They're long-standing members of the Blue Book and they're incredibly active. First of all, there's the mustard seed. And I think the mustard seed really, it's really the most pure type of Blue Book property. Fabulous restaurant, wonderful hospitality provided by John Edward Breathe and the team there. Um, People come from all over the island of Ireland to, um, to visit the mustard seed for its food. It's so well known and Limerick should be really, really proud of the mustard seed. It wins so many awards every year. Then we go into the heart of Limerick City and we have one Perry Square and that's a gorgeous townhouse. And for lots of people, the idea of going away, staying in a lovely townhouse, having a fabulous meal, they have a great spa there. That property works really well. We would get lots of visitors from Dublin going to Limerick to stay in one Perry Square. Yeah, they're both beautiful properties. And I suppose I should tell you that whenever it comes to the mustard seed, the first time I ever heard about the Blue Book was from Dan Milan, the founder of the the mustard seed many years ago. Actually, the first time I picked up a Blue Book was in the mustard seed in Limerick as well, long before I started working for them. So I think it was probably Dan Milan as well who handed me my first Blue Book. I was there for a romantic night with my now husband, Um, But that was one of our first weekends away, actually. Of course, all your members are ambassadors for the Blue Book and for the other members of the organization. They are indeed. They're also ambassadors for their region. I find if you look at Kevin and Catherine Dundon in Dunbrody, they're always promoting that part of Ireland, Wexford. If I look at our Donegal members, Castle Grove and Rathmullen, they're always promoting Donegal. So, yeah, super team players when it comes to regional tourism. 
So as the organisation has grown and evolved over the years to that 60 members number, then the role of yourself and your team, they're probably, you know, it was probably quite exciting whenever they maybe discovered they had enough resource to employ somebody to work yeah. with Blue but that didn't happen overnight. No, I took over in 2008 and it was in October 2008 when I think we all remember what was happening to our economy. And there was two employees in the Blue Book at the time. And I took over from a lady who is fantastic. She'd been there for 24 years and she had promoted Ireland, Ireland's Blue Book hotels with such hard work overseas and domestically. I took over, there was a gift voucher business that she'd started. And um, really, when you looked at 2009, people weren't really booking luxury stays away in Ireland. So I focused on the gift voucher business at that time because Irish people will go to weddings and they will buy a present and they'll buy Christmas presents. So I really promoted the vouchers, our gift vouchers at that time. And that area of our business has gone from strength to strength. And now the gift vouchers are very, very well known. And that's enabled me to employ four other people on the team now with me in the Blue Book. Wow. But we still spend a lot of time overseas promoting um, the island of Ireland because in the summer months, we do rely on overseas visitors to our Blue Book hotels and country houses. And what were you working at yourself before you joined the company? So I've over 30 years experience in marketing and PR. But for 15 years, I was working in the software industry and I thought we'd come back to Ireland, my husband and I, in 2008. And I thought it'd be a really great time to work in the luxury hotel industry. So my timing was not fantastic, but, um, you know, a storm makes a good sailor, as they say. And it certainly was stormy for 2008, well, nine and 10. We all know that with the economy. Um, but I've loved working in this industry and um, the people are so resilient, especially over the last three years. Um, so it's a wonderful industry to work in. You get to meet so many people. You obviously get to travel a lot. I'm a little bit tired of the traveling now, but I have younger members of the team who are ready to hit the road and promote Ireland overseas with Tourism Ireland. And you must meet so many fantastic people, you know, both in the in the business side of things, but also in the other side of the table in terms of guests. Yes, we've had a lot of VIP guests um, through Blue Book Hotels over um, the years. And uh, maybe I'll write the book, but probably not for a while. Um, it certainly makes it very, very interesting. Um, all guests are important to us. Um, like every wedding, especially in a Blue Book house, I'm not at all cynical about Irish weddings. I think it's a wonderful thing when you see, like we do weddings so well in Ireland. When you look around a room and it's full of friends and family, they are really, really good occasions. And there's a great buzz for our hoteliers. So every guest is important. Yes, it is fun when you get a VIP in. There is no you know, doubt about that, especially when they're visiting an obscure part of Ireland and they're spotted in the local Londis or the local super value. It always makes it a little bit more fun. Absolutely. And to come back to the gift vouchers then, I, I'm at the stage of my, my life where I do not want more stuff so if anybody out there listening knows me, is thinking about what to get me for Christmas, I do not want more stuff. I have enough stuff in my life. I'm all about experiences because, 
you know, two small children actually don't get away that much. But whenever I do go away, I want it to be somewhere really special and really nice. And one of the huge benefits of buying um, a Blue Book voucher is that they can be used in any of the property. They can indeed. And people use them as it suits their lifestyle. For you, you're a busy mom. Okay, you may not get away for two nights because nobody will perhaps babysit for two nights, but you can have one really special night with maybe a gourmet meal in a blue book house. For others, we see them, maybe they don't want to go away for a night, but they might use the voucher for afternoon tea in, you mentioned Perry Square or maybe Hayfield Manor or the Merrion. And then we're lucky enough to have some fantastic restaurants in Dublin, Chapter One. Restaurant Patrick Gibos, um, King Citric out in Hoth and Dax. So other people would use the vouchers for a meal. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of flexibility there. And there's the geographical spread as well. And people can pick the property that suits their personality. Some people like the trendier ice house or the wine port. Others would prefer a more traditional country house. So really, it's up to the person who has the gift voucher to select their idea of a a perfect night away. For my husband and I, we like to go somewhere quite, I suppose, remote and head out for a big, long hike, come back, have a lovely meal and a nice bottle of wine. So it's important people do exactly what you said. Select what suits them. And I think the, the gift voucher does give them that flexibility. But of course, the downside of it is there is so much choice that it can be hard to choose. My father um, died last year, but before that, we would often would have given my parents blue book vouchers and my dad just spent so much time going through all the different listings and the properties and not being able to decide where he was going to go to use the vouchers. I think you can select what um, some people do is they might pick a part of the island of Ireland they've never been to before. Maybe you've never visited Northern Ireland and gone up to the Giant's Causeway. So you might go to Bushmills Inn. You know, pick somewhere you've never been. For others, maybe you may, they might be older. I don't know what age your, your father was, but they wouldn't want to drive that far. So they'll take out the map in the back of the blue book and they'll look at, okay, what's a, a 40 minute drive for me? And I'll pick some of the hotels there because I'm comfortable doing that drive. Yeah, there is a lot of choice, but I'd say people pick the property that suits them. And then they go back to another property that's similar to that one. If that makes sense, Sharon. Absolutely, yeah. So 50 years next year, what are you going to do to mark that very, very important milestone? Well, we have all these ideas at the moment. So we're at the idea stage where we're meeting with people who produce chocolate and candles. And we're doing a lot of those kind of alliances with brands at the moment. Um, some of the hotels are digging into the archives and they're finding the menus from 1974. And they've been threatening to do special, you know, dining experiences where we have a look at what people were eating in 1974. So that's going to be interesting as well. So we hope to have a, a plan of events throughout the year. So we're working on that right now. I can't ask the hotels in September and August, Sharon, for the plans for next year because they're still really stressed about this season. So I kind of hold off on that really until things quieten down in November and then I get a bit of time from them to plan. Right now, I, I don't think I'd send them that email about brainstorming. <laughs> 
Well, look, I'm sure whatever you decide to do, it will be absolutely amazing. Congratulations to you and all the members on such um, an important milestone. And if anybody listening would like to find out more about the Blue Book, they want to buy a voucher, whatever it is, where is the best place to direct them? Definitely to our website. It's irelandsbluebook.com and all the information is there and um, you can purchase a voucher online on the website. Thanks again and uh, let's catch up next month. Thank you so much. You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM.